I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come Come Through through Queen. Queen. This is episode 90. It's not about the pasta. Hi, Brendan. 90 yeah sounds like so many we're getting up there <laughs> mm. but here we are how are you week. what's going on what's happening uh, uh you know just making it through january a, a nice sober january saw ladybird this weekend mm-hmm. give it all the oscars when i saw ladybird i had a wine mm. so different experiences um happy murphy brown reboot day yeah. <laughs> Happy Joanne piano version <laughs> announcement day. Um, Happy Meryl Streep and Big Little Lies day. That's fine. I actually will say, um, not to go too much into it, even though you did do an episode, a full episode on Nicole Kidman once. Sure. Um, but I didn't want a season two. I wasn't jazzed about who like who cares about Meryl Streep. I care about Meryl Streep, but like who cares about her joining this show with a bunch of other white ladies? But I read the description of the character and the plot seems like it could take a good turn, an interesting turn. Mm. She's going to be playing Alexander Skarsgård's mom. Yeah. Um, so she's going to ca- cause some trouble. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a good role. Yeah. Uh, but that's not really our wheelhouse, is it? It isn't. Speaking of good roles, though... We have some news this week. Yeah. Luann is stepping back into her role as a real housewife (laughs) of New York. Yes, you heard it. She's out of rehab. She has a message for her fans. She tweeted the following, which I liked as quickly as I could. She said, It's good to be home. I'm doing great. Spending time with friends and family. Thanking everyone for your continued good wishes and support, XO. 
And then we promptly saw her at a table with the ladies. It appears they went away to some spa weekend retreat, not in the Berkshires, but in a wooded, cold location. I didn't see that picture. Wow. Um, she, Luann's at the head of the table. I didn't. I need to look that when we're while we're talking later. Oh, sure. um, I did see. Um, that's right now, right? Because I did see Bethany was doing some Instagram yeah. stories, but the only people in her stories that I saw were Durin, not Durin, um, Sonia and Ramona. Yeah, they were like eating banana bread. And I think I heard Dorinda's voice in the background at some point. Yeah, she no, she's in the picture too. But Bethany's doing a lot. I feel I feel like Bethany gets a lot of gets away with doing like a lot of promo while filming that a lot like of the, spoiling. Yeah, like other housewives don't. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, I feel like we really know what's going on this season in New York more than usual. Right. It's usually a surprise. Yeah. A shock. But I, it doesn't even need to be a shock this year. Do we think they're going to do a big vacation, though? Or is this their, like, vacation? I hope so. I mean, they did... Last season, they did this that little, like, Vermont trip. Like, remember? right before the other vacation? Yeah. But this seems like... It seems like it's a little different mm. with... Luann, fresh out of rehab. I know, but remember, they need to take Jill away. That's true. So, who knows? Yeah. And play Take Me Away by, like, what's her name in the uh, background? Natasha Benninger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but things aren't all great for Luann. Uh, so TMZ's reporting, she has officially been hit with three charges for alleged drunken holiday attack on a uh, cop. TMZ has learned. Uh, that she's been charged with a felony count of resisting an officer with violence, along with trespassing and disorderly intoxication charge, both misdemeanors, according to new documents. She faces up to five years in prison for the felony charge. Oh my, what if? No. Like, okay, that charge, at least in New York, is like rarely pursued as... Like, that type of charge is rarely pursued as, like, the top charge. But, like, don't, like, the courts, like, love making an example out of, like, a celebrity. Yeah, but, like, a felony is a big difference than a misdemeanor. Mm-hmm. Like, a misdemeanor, it's, like, it doesn't affect your life as seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess they can argue that she is, like children who aren't like they're not minors but they're like relatively like i don't know no that's not gonna help her (laughs) but like victoria needs her i know i mean i agree with that but um i don't think that's gonna be used in her plea negotiations okay like what like what do you think is her like what will they argue well i mean like that will they plea or whatever well that she well first of all i i would imagine like she get like if she were to plea to a misdemeanor, do a bunch of community service mm-hmm. classes, like drinking, like relating to drinking and stuff, mm-hmm. and then upon completion of that, the misdemeanor gets dropped to a like a violation, which real which isn't like a criminal charge. It's kind of like a speeding ticket or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's like t- that would be typical up here in New York. Mm-hmm. But it's Florida. I know Florida is a, di- I, it's a uh, scary it's a place. <laughs> I mean, just like I mean, remember Trayvon Martin? Yes. I mean, this is completely different. But that was their <laughs> legal system at work. I mean, 
It's hard to imagine, like, Luann actually getting a felony charge on her record. Mm. And, like, also, if, like, that's the only felony charge. So, like, she's not going to plead to the highest charge. Like, she would, if that if it's, like, the highest charge or nothing, like, she would fight it. Who's her lawyer? Do we know? I don't know. We need to get that information. Wonder- Maybe you need to swoop in and... <laughs> Well, argue a case. <laughs> I don't know if Florida has reciprocity uh, for New York attorneys. Dust but. off that law book. <laughs> Dust off. <laughs> Open it up. Uh, so, yeah. Um, in other news, though, um, while Lou was still away at rehab, the other Rony woman... Oh, yeah. ...went to... Was It was like... It's like con body, I think it's called. Is that like an exercise class? That has to do with like... It's like you, jail, work, like, you work out like... Like a convict. Like a convict? Yeah. Which is like, that's fucked up. I know. <laughs> Given like the prison industrial complex in this unless country. It's, unless it's like... I would, I would imagine it was started by like maybe... Like former ex- ex-convicts. Okay. They're like turning their lives around and like putting a spin on it and then you Well that's take a nice that you track. think that. But um like it's nice that you think that it you're like going for the nicest possible scenario of like how this could possibly not be like sort of awful. <laughs> yeah. Um but they posted on Instagram photos of like apparently you take This was late last week. They take like mug shots. Mug shots after you complete this like class and who posted it? I think Carol was the first one, which, like, oh, given their, like... History. History. It just really took my breath away when we saw this. Especially because, like, we really didn't know where Lou was. We had no sign of her during Bobby's funeral. Right. She only posted a photo, like, an old photo of the two of them together. Yeah. So, like, Carol posted it, and then, it like, the caption was, like, too soon? Question mark? Oh, my God. I was shaking. And I think, I want to say Carol changed the caption afterwards to be something not. No, it says, it says armed and dangerous, (laughs) armed and dangerous, hashtag crew. And then like, it definitely said too soon originally. I remember (laughs) that. Oh no, there is a hashtag too soon question mark with like the bugged out eyes. Like, (laughs) I could see Luann, actually, this is interesting. Luann having a laugh? Well, no, I, I'm thinking about like the fact that she's still being charged for stuff, and yeah, like, it's like not done. <laughs> you, can, she can't not take this seriously, at least on camera, for sure. Uh, so I think we're gonna see a little bit of a fight around this, which, oh, right, like she's going to have to do everything possible since they're still filming to yeah. be like, like take take this as seriously as possible yeah she doesn't want like the judge catching a a clip yeah of her making light of the situation yeah for sure my god we're getting serious lou this year which we haven't gotten in a while yeah not since like back when she was jill's little minion yeah okay so celebrity big brother i almost forgot about it entirely but it's just around the corner february 7th apparently yeah so the u.s has never had celebrity big brother so this was gonna be like the big to do about like whether it will be something as successful it is as it is in the uk Mm -hmm. um and i feel like 
Americans care more about like the word celebrity actually meaning someone that they know. Whereas yeah. in the UK, it's like random ass people. Yeah, if like they talk about them in the in the papers. Yeah, in the UK, they're a celebrity. So we got um, first there was a promo clip saying that the cast will consist of actors to athletes and everything in between, straight from Julie's mouth. Um, and this like weird big brother insider account has been teasing people who are allegedly inside or going into the house. Yeah. Um, and the list includes, let's start, let's start at the bottom because like, sure. You don't want to (laughs) like, yeah. So Matt Iceman, who's from American Ninja Warrior, who won Celebrity Apprentice, who I loved on Celebrity Apprentice. Yeah. He was like a nice man. He won the Celebrity Apprentice after Trump. Yeah, it was the... Schwarzenegger. But except like Trump was still an executive producer. Right. Kyle Richards was on it. Snooki was on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so times. I'm actually like happy with this choice. Like I really liked him. He was a nice guy. I could see some like heartwarming moments with um some of the other people mm-hmm. in the house. Um, okay. Bounty Hunter... Beth Chapman. I don't know who this woman is. I think she's married to Dog the Bounty Hunter. But like that strikes me as like a relationship that hasn't lasted through the fame. Oh, you think they're divorced? Something, something in my brain feels that could be the case. Also, like they're not famous, and I that was totally off my radar. Something I never cared about or never. Oh yeah, knew. of course, yeah. It's like for hats. Um, Brody Jenner. Sign me up. Sign me up. Beam me up, Scotty. Although, like. You know, he's he's been bopping around in reality shows for the longest time, but, like, he's never really that interesting. Right, but he's, like, pretty to look at. Oh, my God. Like, very Kristen <laughs> Takeman take on him. But I'm um, pretty. Um, 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 um. Johnny Bananas. Johnny Bananas. Who's always been, like, a mainstay of the, the challenge on MTV. Mm-hmm. And, like, a good reality star. Um... And actually, before we get to the rest of the list, I don't think we actually got everyone from this Julie Big Brother site. There were a couple more. Oh. Um, Lance Bass. Oh, yeah. I forgot to include him. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, He's an author, singer, TV, and music producer. Oh. He's probably the perfect... That's the perfect level of celebrity to be on yeah. a show like this. Yeah. Like, he was part of something that was really big and mainstream. But, and like, he's like, never going to have something serious again. Right. He's never going to be Justin Timberlake, but I'm sure he talks to Justin Timberlake every once in a while. He's, like, on the Christmas card list, definitely, that Jessica Biel sends. Mm, I don't know. I mean, Justin, let's not forget, Justin brought them all back for that 2013 VMAs performance. I know, but I wonder, like, has Lance Bass met Justin Timberlake's child? I wouldn't, like, bet 10 bucks on it. Good question. Um... Another one is a controversial wide receiver. Um, oh, Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens. Yep. Um, another one is Survivor contestant Andrea Beckel. I don't no care. Um, and then I'm going to... Gigi Gorgeous is the next one. Mm-hmm. Um, which will be great and be like interesting to see that. Um, like, Has she done anything besides YouTube? Well, she has that documentary, oh. which was on YouTube. It was, like, on YouTube Red yeah, or whatever. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. It was, like, a pretty big deal. Um, but she's very famous with that set of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so she'll bring the young viewers. And then we've got 
Sammy Sweetheart. Oh, yeah, I forgot about her. Who, we talked about that when the um, Jersey Shore reunion news came about. To stick her here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember, it's it all was, coming back to me. Yeah, there was a rumor that um, she was going to be joining. This is not, look, once again, this is not confirmed. This is a weird Twitter account. But I know. I don't, I, I don't think it's, like, as crazy as that, like, Kim Richards MAGA account that we like to pretend has all the scoop on Willa Ford and Holly Marie Combs. The one that Casey Musgraves clapped back at yesterday. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and then um, the last but not least is the, one the legends. Queen. Herself. Tiffany New York Pollard. Yeah. Who, of like all the UK celebrity big brothers, like has the most moments from that that I like am familiar with. Mm -hmm. Just because they were so big. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of that Gemma woman because... Oh yeah, Gemma, yes. That person always sends us that shit, but I don't (laughs) care. Um, But you know who I would like to see on now that I'm seeing this list and... Tiffany Pollard. Yeah. I would like, I would have loved to see um, Eva. No, but Eva is is coming to our screens next week on Atlanta. I know. I It is interesting that of all of the seasons of Real Housewives and all of the wives that are out there currently mm-hmm. on shows and not on shows, not one of them is on this list. I know. No Housewives. I wonder if that was like a Julie Chen rule. Even though she's, like, friends with Andy Cohen, so, like, why would that be a Julie Chen role? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, this this list isn't set in stone, and I don't think it's the full cast either. Or right. May, maybe I it is. I don't know. You know what? I also heard that this is only going to be, like, a little over two weeks. That's interesting. Like, I know in the UK, the celebrity one's, like, a month. Mm-hmm. Which is short in, in comparison to, like, our regular Big Brother seasons here in America, which are... Like three months logs. Are we gonna get an episode every day? For I don't know. Two weeks? I have no idea. That's really a mystery. It's a mystery. Mystery of Love nominated for an Academy Award. Sufjan Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> you need help. Okay. Um, Last but not least, Brendan, someone is leaving Orange County Housewives. So, um,. My favorite website, um, MeganKingEdmonds.com. Your homepage. <laughs> reported, after my first season of Real Housewives of OC, I knew what to expect for round two, but even still, during IVF, in the beginnings of pregnancy during my second season was difficult. I was hormonal and tired all the time. Um, she goes on to talk about how her pregnancy was really difficult and a real challenge, um, and it made her exhausted. Um, and she acknowledged that although she's made Soul Sisters and Shannon Bedore and Tamara Judge, um, she won't be returning to the show next week, next year. Nice. <laughs> um, and then, um, she made a point, obviously, to leave out Vicky Gunvalson's name and Radar Online rang up Vicky's house phone. <laughs> um, and Vicky said she was fine with Edmund's decision to leave the show and focus on her growing family. And Vicky said, we were never really friends anyways. Megan was tough to film with. <laughs> well, because Detective Megan in the first season, She got least, the scoop. <laughs> she got the scoop from the community over at, um, what's that? What's that oh my hospital God. called? Ho- something Hope? City of Hope. City of Hope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not 
excited about this. Like, I enjoyed Megan last season. You're, like, the only one. And I think Megan always does a good job on the reunions. But, like, the thing that perplexes me is that weren't uh, Peggy and Lydia seen filming recently? Yeah. Like, what? Why? Why? <laughs> I mean, especially, not even especially, both of them. Get rid of both of them. Um, And I was getting excited for Megan because of her last entry on MeganKingEdmonds.com where she detailed the ghost boy that oh, yeah. was living in her bedroom, which that story was more compelling than anything that um, Dear David uh, Twitter account has put out. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> well... We'll see how OC shakes out. I mean, we don't really have like the inside scoop like we do with New York. In turn, like I, I imagine they're filming now. I know. Maybe like maybe we need to start trolling the pages of like the OCregister.com <laughs> or something to see like get the scoop because page six isn't turning anything out. Call into the quiet woman and see if there's been any cameras up. We should we should call the quiet woman. <laughs> That's sick. <laughs> like, should we find the quiet woman's phone number and sure. call them? Live on air. Oh my god, no, that's really <laughs> scary. Uh, so we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with Atlanta, Vanderpump Rules, Beverly Hills, and then the New Jersey final part of the reunion. And then I we're going to dip our toe into Summer House for a split second as well. I can't wait to talk about Vanderpump Rules. So stay tuned. All right, we're back. Summer House. Did you watch the season premiere? No. Are you gonna I'm take gonna, a peek? I'm gonna watch because I did end up coming through and finishing last year. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. You're the only one who didn't. Yeah. Um, tell me. Uh, I mean, you know, you know me. I don't like to jump in the middle. Mm-hmm. I want the full history. But it's one of those situations where, like, we watch Vanderpump Rules live. This just started. We. Mm-hmm. Fell into it. I mean, Alex wanted to watch Summer House. And I think it's, like, probably good. Um, it's interesting that I didn't realize the gay guy had to, like, sleep on the floor last year. He slept on the floor last year? I just know that he was, like, not really a part of, like, the action. Well, they did, like, a flashback of last summer. And he, like, slept in the pool one night and slept on, like, a mattress on the floor one night. And, like, was curled in a ball. Oh, did they address that last season? Because I think that was just like, I assumed like people drunk passing out places. Oh, well, there was a lovely scene this episode of like this girl just waking up on the front porch. Mm-hmm. And then like getting up and going into the house. Rosé all day, baby. It's interesting, like, they really get every shot in this show. Well, yeah, because they also have those cameras in the rooms. Yeah. I don't know. It's a It's a good change of pace. It's hard to, like, wrap your head around people's ages. Like, I thought the gay guy was in his, like, 30s. Mm. Turns out he's, like, in his mid to late 20s. You love age. (laughs) Well, because it's, like, a mishmash of people together. Yeah. Like, sort of an unexpected group of friends. And, I mean, there's the main cast. And then there's, like, there seems to just be women who all look alike floating Mm -hmm. around. And that's really difficult to know who's who. Well, you know two of them are twins. Well, and, well there's only one twin. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, the other workus isn't part of the main cast this year. Yeah, her husband, like, took her away to California, I think. Yeah, she's a friend of the summer. Friend, friend of the summer, <laughs> yes. Uh, so, uh, who knows? We'll see. She's a fosh. 
<laughs> you, you know. <laughs> um, what I do like is that, like, the, at least they have, like, a gay guy who's, like, a main cast member. Yeah, holding a bottle over his eye. Um, he wasn't really that main last year. Yeah. Um, so that's good. And it looks like we'll see some of his, like, gay lifestyle. Gay lifestyle. Well, I mean, the, the premiere was pr- the Pride. Oh, so business. their Pride episode synced up with Vanderbilt Pride Yeah, it was Pride a lot episode. of Pride Monday that's night. That's a lot. Yeah. Also, that's... Pride is at the end of one full month of summer. So we're not getting the full summer ha- summer part of the summer house experience. Yeah, I feel like, if I remember correctly, they probably had some trouble, like, finding place a house yeah i don't know I, I could just be making that up um but let's move on to atlanta this was a supersized episode why it beats me well their charity world they what? were taking a page from the leanne Locken book of housewives and this episode was all about charity yeah um so Nini and Kim aren't in the episode. Nini and did who learned that Nini and Kim like they can't afford to put them in all the episodes? Yeah. They can't afford to put Nini in all the episodes, even though she's a full time housewife. Mm-hmm. That's so bizarre. Like, don't let people do this to you. They need to if they're going to be a housewife, they need to be there all the time, or else I don't want them on the cast. Yeah, I mean, like back in the day, if Aviva wasn't on the trip. She was not on the title cards. Yeah. So why is like why are they not like taking Nini in and out of the that title cards? That was a perfect jarring time in our lives. Yes. Um, and so, then when they added Luann into the title card when she was an FOH, sorry, that's like that was the weirdest. Well, they season. did do that. I'm pretty sure I don't they did. Think so. Yeah, because I definitely was like before everyone was always tweeting about screaming, I was actually screaming. But like she didn't have an intro that season though. No, but they put her in the fucking title card <laughs> like for not even like. At the top of the show, it was like between commercial breaks. Interesting. Okay. Uh, so we're going to go help Houston. Yes. Which this episode just made me excited for the New York episodes where Bethany's going to be helping Puerto Rico. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so both Portia and Cynthia like sort of want to like do different Houston charity things. And Portia's doing it through her... Family's charity. Hosea, Feed the Homeless and Hungry, I think. Yeah. That sounds about right. Um, and then, like, Cynthia was just, like, going to do it through, like, Habitat for Humanity. Well, no, that was Kenya who was doing it through Habitat. Cynthia seemed to just, like, throw a party. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, but Cynthia went on Kenya's Habitat trip, too. Yeah. Um, did you ever do Habitat for Humanity? No. I did it during two, like, fall... Or spring breaks in college. Nice. Yeah. Look at you. Charitable queen. I know. I Leon Locken was an inspiration to me. Um Yeah, and while the charity stuff was going on, we also had a lot of like candy and block. Oh yeah. Like a lot of candy. Block, and block I didn't even recognize. Yeah. I thought it was like a different person playing the character of Block. <laughs> and like I'm not that interested in this. Ooh, well, you know what? That thing with Riley sobbing mm-hmm. once they entered the house was like, can we just let this girl live her life and not 
right force her into like being on the show she doesn't want to be on the show go let her like hang out in the in candy's second house while the cameras are in the first house <laughs> yes. please like let riley live free riley uh i almost said riley keo um <laughs> isn't that one of the uh keo daughters or is that someone famous mm, i have no idea um but yeah totally let her live i agree with that i don't want to see like a poor kid how old is she i think she's 15 which that's another thing altogether. Like, she's... In my brain, she's, like, been stuck at this age for five years. Yeah. Oh, Riley Keough, by the way, is the daughter of Lisa Marie Presley. Mm-hmm. And she's also, like, an actress. Okay. okay. Sheree. The, Sheree talking to... Um, what's his name? Tyrone. Tyrone. From prison. And the bombshell w- mm. that was Nini tried to get with Tyrone while she was doing Celebrity Apprentice. Yes. Invited him to Apprentice. Invited him to Apprentice. They did try to drag Nini like for being with Greg then. But if I remember correctly, she was definitely on a break with Greg. During Apprentice? Yeah, because that was around the same time that... She, remember she had that those weird scenes with that weird man? Mm. I thought that weird man was after... It could was, be wrong. It was like right after because he has a stake in that pizza company that they had to do a challenge for on Celebrity Apprentice. Oh my God. Do you remember the yeah. Famiglia yeah. challenge? <laughs> the one that they did, the thing on The Apprentice, by the way, closed. Oh yeah, it was like a New York thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because Apprentice is in New yeah. York. Well, not not the last season. Oh, that's true. Um. Okay. Yeah, so we're talking about Nini, even though we don't see her. And Sheree said that Nini is not Tyrone's type. Mm-hmm. Which seems rude. Yeah. Uh, so then it's sister sisters going to Houston. Yeah. We got Portia's sister. We got Cynthia's sister. The four of them all in one car. Yeah. We've got Shamia coming back into the picture. Which was like so... Random. Random and forced. They had like Shamia call Portia and be like, I want to do something for Houston. Yeah. I don't know where, who said this or where I read this, Mm -hmm. but this person said, it's very obvious. Like the producers grabbed Shamia and like threw her into this. Well, because like nothing's really been happening. So they just need to throw people in. Yeah. It's like, because Nini and Kim can't can't film all the time, they they can't hold a storyline. So yeah. when they come on, they're all talking about something completely different than they were like the episode before. And and the whole people being upset about not going to each other's events didn't ring genuine. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's why Kenya was getting so pissed off. Was like, why are we like doing this? Right, right. Um, because like, she took it very seriously. Yeah. Before we get to that, though, sure. when Kenya arrived in Houston, or like the next morning when they were getting ready to go to all the charities things, who was it that yelled "World Star"? Okay, Keyonce is in town. <laughs> oh yeah, that sounds very familiar. Like, was it Kenya herself or was it uh, Portia? It was one of the two of them. But like, just like so weird. And then Kenya's like relatives were there. Oh yeah, and Portia like shook the children's hands and like their mother, and the mother of the children looked so like disgusted to be touching Portia's hand. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we have the two like competing charity events, the Kenya organized Habitat for Humanity house 
demolition. Yeah, and it was like serious business. Masks. Um, yeah, masks. She wouldn't answer her phone to give Shamia directions, which is the crux of the big fight for yeah. the episode. But also directions, like, what is this, 1997? <laughs> Look it up on your phone. Um, and then the other storyline was Portia was like running a food uh, bank situation where she was giving out food to people. And well, it was like, like two different. She she did two, did that. Oh no, she gave out like supplies the first day and mm-hmm. food the second day, and, and she then she started crying. Food. She was running out of food, and they were like, "We're just gonna order more food." <laughs> like Kenya, I know not Kenya. Portia does not like miss the Hosea gene in terms of like being able to put together this right charitable event. Totally. Yeah. Um also like I just have mixed feelings about this entire trip because like shit was actually happening. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I think I'm going to feel this way maybe a little bit with the Bethany stuff too. Maybe less because like of this, the volume of what she did, but like mm-hmm. to like bring those cameras along for like that Habitat for Humanity trip. And then like that food drive seemed a little mm-hmm. gauche, gauche. Okay. I don't even know what gauche means. I just wanted to use it. Yeah, you could use it. Um, yeah, I see your point. But also, in a way, I think it's interesting because we, once Puerto Rico and, and all the stuff in the Caribbean islands happened, we kind of like forgot about Houston to an extent. I didn't forget. I didn't forget, but like it's not the, <laughs> like, it's not like the forefront of what that hurricane, hurricane season was. Right, because the federal government was taking care of Houston when yeah. they weren't um, Puerto Rico. But one thing to add to this, like, Cynthia, her little event was, like, so, even the way she talked about it, she was like, yeah, we want to raise some money and yada yada, but the goal is to lift people's spirits. Yeah. Like, that's a way to be, like, if you didn't raise any money, she had that to point to, as, Mm. like, she wanted it to be something else. Yeah, whatever. I mean, (laughs) it ends with them all going to dinner. At a barbecue place. And then Kenya arrives late, so she can't eat any food. Kitchen's closed, and it, they only serve beer and wine. And she orders... Her ordering, like, seven ice waters. <laughs> I've actually been there. Especially if she if she came from, like... Oh, I thought for a second you meant that restaurant. No, I've been like, there, like, mentally, in terms of, like, an unquenchable thirst. <laughs> like, if you've had, like, a hard day working, like you just, like, can't drink enough. Yeah. But I liked how, like, she just kept interrupting Shamia to order more waters. Yeah. Um, the fight was stupid because it was about Kenya being rude to Shamia on the phone on the way to the Habitat for Humanity stuff. And yeah. it's like, yeah, get ways, bitch. Yeah. But um, also, like, <clears throat> I would imagine the directions would, like, bring you close to where it is. And, like, you can't miss the dumpsters and the people with the hazmat suits and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, you know? It's like E.T., um, and then we get like this, like full on behind the scenes, Kenya yelling at the producer, Kenya flicking off the camera, um, her saying, that's why Mark doesn't want to be on this. Um, just like we see Portia 
reference the camera on camera, which is mm-hmm. interesting, something we don't usually see. Um, the way that Kenya kept on saying, I don't want to make this a moment. Mm-hmm. And like when first uh, Portia came to like console her, yada, 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 with cameras in tow, and then when Cynthia did, came to the car, she kept on saying, I don't want to make this a moment, which I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. And a peek behind the curtain. Yeah. At this point, like, if, like, for the rest of the season, just do make the producers a part of Kenya's storyline. Yeah. Just so we can get, like, some closure on her. And then give Kenya an apple. <clears throat> and no, I don't stand behind that. I, I say if New York gets boring, yeah, then I give understand. Kenya an apple. But, like, New York is shaping up to be one of the. Like, a, a season. Yeah. And, like, the chemistry is undeniable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, like, there's a lot of chemistry between certain cast members on Atlanta, too. It's just they're trying too many tricks yeah. or something this year. There's just too much behind the scenes going on that we don't really... That are interfering with the quality of the show. Yes. But, speaking of quality of the show, Vanderpump Rules is the best show on television right now. Um, you know that Lady Gaga gift that's like iconic, show-stopping, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> yeah. That is how I feel. Um, everyone is bringing their best except for one character. We can get to her in a little bit. Um, but it feels like everyone's bringing their A-game. I'm on the edge of my seat. Who is this character? I do chat to you about that. Sheena. Oh, Okay. She's another one who I feel like she's getting close to a Kenya moment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Saucy's helping with pride. The way they've seamlessly bopped Stassi back into the Sir family yeah. is great. But can't we do that with Kristen? No. It's so like it's so mean. Why does Lisa hate <laughs> Kristen so much? I think I said this. It's like there are these people who come like, to your life. <laughs> it's like Lisa will give a certain kind of personality a chance, a chance, a chance, and then drop them cold turkey. Mm-hmm. Kristen and Brandy Glanville oh, yeah, said that last week, yeah. sort of give the same vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, Stassi showing her breast reduction photo when um, it was like mid, like one boob. Reduced uh-huh. and one unreduced. And her, it's her and um Lisa having a laugh about it was like, they're getting back to like a really great point. <laughs> a good place. Yeah. Um, They keep on sending the guys on the weirdest excursions. But I'm fine with it. Last week it was like painting or two weeks ago or whatever. It was like painting. And this week the meditation den. Reiki. Led by Peter. Oh, yeah. Who, like, I've said on this podcast that, like, I preferred him with the facial hair and the no. long hair. He looks better this season, in my opinion, than he did last season with this look. I love the look. He's, like, giving, like, hunky beefcake look yeah. now. So you're on board. Yeah, I think I am. I wrote, Peter is getting hotter, I think. <laughs> <laughs> If they make him, like, carry out drinks again during the reunion, I'm gonna cry inside. Yeah, and it's like, i am always been an advocate for him to hold a tray 
in no. the intro. Mm-hmm. He's holding trays all the time yeah. in real life. But <laughs> like, put a tray down. But there's so many players now that like I need this season to settle before I then make a point about where I want Peter to fall in all of this. Okay. But he's playing this role as like steady, stable person, which like this show needs in a lot of ways. Yes. Jack's crying during Reiki. It um, was a shock. I didn't know he had tears. <laughs> you thought he was all cried out? Um, yeah, I thought he was all cried out. I thought um, the roids soaked those tears <laughs> oh, up. Oh my god. Um, then we get then we get Ariana, Lala, Brittany, Sheena going to like a preventative doctor. And I don't like this grouping because it gives Ariana an opportunity to be mean about the witches of WeHo. And mm-hmm. I want like them to all come together as a sisterhood, which we've seen glimpses of this yeah. season. I don't like her defending Sheena. I'm so bored with the Robin Sheena plotline. Like, I don't care. I don't care if he allegedly doesn't like kissing, but like, I know that he might just not like you that much. Uh, Sheena, sorry. I think also Brittany needs to be careful. Because she's doing a little too much bopping back and forth. Right. Giving the scoop. She's not the bone collector. She's sweet Brittany. That's true. I would agree. Speaking of bopping back and forth, this next scene was unwell. The stupid La La Land. Yeah. But like the way they intruded it was the four of them walking down the street in La La Land colors. And like if you listened, oh, yeah. it was very Sex in the City music. It was like oh, bump, thought, bump, 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 bump. Oh, I thought it was like a, it was like a reprise of like a song from La La Land. I think it was like supposed to be Sex and the City because they like the way they shot it. It was like four of them walking down the street, a busted up Sex and the City, <laughs> <laughs> as uh, to quote Jacqueline Lorita. Mm. Um, I liked like I found Stassi very charming in her <sighs> confessionals during this scene when she didn't know about primary colors. But it also reminded me of how she was upset that La La Land lost to Moonlight last year. Oh, yeah, that's true. And I was uh. like, ugh. Um, did you think that the waiter was planted? <laughs> the waiter, like, having been to Brittany's hometown. Well, the waiter, like, had a mic back on, right? <laughs> yeah, but do you think he was, like, given lines, lines. from, like, the producers? <laughs> I mean, I've I've said previously that the season seems very scripted, but like that didn't cross my mind. But now that you mention it, I don't see why not. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a cute little scene, sisterhood. Um, another instance of just like the witches taking Brittany under their wing, mm-hmm. which I appreciate being under the wing of a witch. Okay, sweet chick. Which I almost went to brunch once. It was presented to me by former guest Jimbo as a brunch option, but we did not go to Sweet Chick. What made you not go to Sweet Chick? Uh, I think I just like look at I look at the menus, and I like something else more. Okay. But now, now, like, if I'm back in LA anytime, I'm running to Sweet Chick. I will say, the double shot of bourbon, while it was still light outside, <laughs> like... Made my stomach churn. I wonder what time this brunch was. No matter what, it was like 
blazing sunlight. Mm. But isn't that like how it is in LA? Right, but like bourbon is like a drink you have in like a dark bar, like next to a cozy fireplace. Yeah, right? but they don't have like fireplaces there. Yeah, they do. But like, like just decorative. <laughs> not knowing what happens in LA is well well, now I know more because of Grand Theft Auto it's kind of like a look into (laughs) daily day-to-day life in LA I looked for you online the other day and it said you were playing like Grand Theft Auto but not online single player yeah I'm really like engrossed in the single player storyline right now but like I am paying for the online (laughs) thing and it's not to like run around by myself well you didn't let me know that you were playing online but anyway i didn't want to bother you because you get so annoyed when i ask you to play online that's a whole nother gaming podcast (laughs) (laughs) so at sweet chick we have logan lala and james i like this threesome oh i love it and logan like was really a star of this episode I stand. I what I said when we first were introduced to Logan seems to be panning out in a lot of ways. The like the secret love affair, like storyline. unrequited love. You can see it in Logan's eyes. Yeah, like the the mere mention of Raquel. Yeah, disgusts him. Yeah, he needs to tone that down a little bit and be a little more calm. Yeah, because like, sorry, Logan. Like, if if what you allege is true. Like, let that be, like, your thing. That's horrible advice. Mm, mm, <laughs> so, actually, Logan, walk out of Sir and walk to the corner where there are actual gay bars and go to those. <laughs> it's not very far. <laughs> um, so, okay. We have a lot to unpack um, with this. This, they're discussing something that transpired during... See you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday, which was... James's party might still be it might still go on every week possibly Logan and Lala ate Raquel's pasta at see you next Tuesday which didn't make any sense to me and then so they're having this big fight outside Lala and uh, James are about pasta they're yelling about pasta and then the streets started talking well they're yelling because because James, they they talk about the pasta, and then James like said like you're a fat man, like mm-hmm. he's paying your bills, da da da, and then she stormed out. So then they get back to yelling about the pasta in the streets. Yeah. So then online after the episode aired, the streets of uh, the internet started talking and alleging that when they were yelling about pasta, what they were actually talking about was cocaine. Yes, which makes more sense in terms of. They ate all of Raquel's pasta. She would be mad about that because, like, that's expensive. And, like, well, also, if she wanted more pasta, she could order more pasta. Yeah, and also, why was she eating pasta during this party? Yeah. Um, I mean, and sure, it's also, a restaurant as well. Right, but, like, you don't, you're at a party like that, you don't order pasta. But here's the thing. And it reminded me a lot of the Humans of New York cookie dough story if y'all don't remember i think at the end of like 2016 there was a humans of new york post about these two it was a picture of these two like cute gay guys and they were on their first date allegedly and they were talking about how 
They were on Fire Island, and one of them didn't want to go out at night, so he went to the store and got some cookie dough, and then he did go out at night, and then he, like, invited some guy that he met out over to his house to eat cookie dough, and, like, all of the hets in the comments were like, oh, this is adorable, this is so cute, blah, 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 and then all the gay people were like, LOL, they're talking about cocaine. Yeah. And when they say they ran into each other on the subway, they probably mean Grindr. Mm-hmm. Um, so it reminded me of that. So this story tracked, pasta being cocaine tracked for yeah. me. Yeah. But okay. Also, like, Raquel let them taste the pasta, but then, like, how did they sneakily eat her plate of pasta? Did she, like, get up and then return 20 minutes later to an empty bowl of pasta? And I can't imagine the servings at <laughs> Sir are that big that they would, like, sneakily... Uh, yeah. <laughs> it just makes no sense. So once this started, like, becoming, like, a buzz... Number two. I have something else to add that just came to mind. If this was a fight that transpired, cameras were up. How come we don't have a little flashback to like them eating them pasta, a- eating pasta, arguing about pasta, something about pasta? Because they were eating the pasta in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Exactly. Um, so once people started like tweeting about this all over the place, the cast of Vanderpump Rules started like bopping up and saying that pasta definitely did not mean cocaine and that pasta is pasta. Yeah. Which. Which, I don't know. But then I got a tip Mm -hmm. from someone close to production um, saying that pasta in this case definitely means pasta. Um, And then they said other things about, like, the cast experience with not pasta. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Um, So I don't know what to believe. I don't know. I'm not convinced. I don't know. Even with your source. Yeah. <sighs> so, in non-pasta news... We... Well, I, I, just so, to wrap up the pasta thing, mm-hmm. uh, James and Lala, in present day 2018, like went at, went at it over the past few days online. Like, Lala posted something about like watching the episode and seeing it all transpire and realizing, like, James is not her friend. Because mm. now, apparently, she's, like, best buds with all the witches, and that's what James is upset about. Yeah, and um, Logan was posting photos of him and James as of this afternoon. Mm. <laughs> um, uh, so then we get Tom and Tom going to do work at Tom Tom because they need to provide the sweat equity oh, that they promised for whatever. But the big thing out of here is that Schwartz broke the pact that he made with Katie and got wasted, but like that they're more in love now because like he spent the night on Sandoval's couch and like I don't know. It's so weird. <laughs> These people are scary. But Pride. Yes. So our intro to Pride was Kristen Doty saying... Oh, she's explaining what happens during Pride. We are protesting against all these assholes who don't think love is love. To those who don't think love is love, suck a dick. Really encapsulating the message of Pride, particularly this Pride that was occurring in Los Angeles that was meant to be a protest on the administration. Well, I've been saying since they filmed this that I was so interested to see how they would like do this one 
And they totally just like glossed glossed over it. Like there was a split second of like them walking in the streets. Yeah. Um we get more of um Stasi um getting pride together for Sir, um, with Jack's like refusing to paint his face. Yeah. Um also the outfits that Stasi picked out for the women of Sir at least the one that she picked out for Brittany. Oh, yeah. Truly jarring and unwell. <laughs> yeah. Like, why... Where are they buying these outfits? Where are they picking them out from? Why are they always this heinous? I think it's to, like, make a statement. That you know, like, a normal human wouldn't be wearing this. So, like, if you see someone wearing something crazy, they're probably staff. But, like, even their everyday outfits, as far as the women at Sergo, are just, like... Potato sacks. And awfully patterned and yeah. just like... I think it's like, so they stand out. Uh, so, um, we get conversation about Sheena's weight that I don't want to talk about. Um, but we then get Lisa introducing Billy Lee, who is our newest cast member. Please welcome to the stage, Billy. Uh, she gets the speech at Pride. And then Lisa pours a shot into her mouth immediately afterwards. <laughs> Um, and then we get Jack's just like, Oh my God, this is where it gets like weird. And like, you know, Jax thinks he's saying the right thing. You think he's being, he thinks he's being like super supportive because he like comments on Billy's looks and like all of that, like just cringy, cringy stuff that like, I feel like a lot of well-meaning, like cis straight men who don't know anything about trans people would say well you know what i found interesting was like they aired this and they didn't air like her rebuttal (laughs) well no she sort of like said like something and then she went on to talk about how like she identifies with jacks because they've both had struggles yeah yeah but it was like okay what uh, that's fine there just didn't seem to be a knock in Jax's take, which, like, I would imagine someone who's watching this show, mm-hmm. who doesn't know anything about anything, would be like, oh, yeah, like, Jax is really being supportive of Billy. Right, 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 right. You know? Yeah, well, we also, this show is about awful people being <laughs> awful, so it is what it is. Um, then we get... Lala bopping around as Wonder Woman saving the day. Yeah, but like we get the big scene. Logan and James. First of all, they were drinking they were drinking vodka Red Bulls and James was making Logan chug them, which made me gag. Oh. Um and I will say when I was in San Francisco last at the end of last year, um my friend made me drink vodka Red Bulls cuz he was like coming from a flight and tired and ugh, they're not good. I feel like when people fly, they think, like, the rules don't apply. Yeah. In terms of, like, drink, like, people, like, drink before a flight, mm-hmm. like, in the airport, and, like, da-da-da. And that's just, like, carried over into your experience with a r- vodka Red Bull. Yeah, and also vodka Red Bulls are more expensive, because you have to pay for the Red Bull, too. Ugh. So it's, ugh. Um, so we get James saying... To Logan, do I think you're in love with me? Obviously. <laughs> and then Logan says, and you're in love with me. Oh. <laughs> and like, James is like, 
yeah, like as a friend, but Logan is like like unrelenting with this right in front of Raquel. Yeah. And like they're like cheek to cheek almost. Yeah. I mean like the way James was like positioning everyone to sit was like practically James and Logan in each other's laps. Um Raquel's face during that was just like she <laughs> is just constantly like being put in such a shitty situation where she looks so silly. But she's also like a nothing burger. She offers nothing. I know. Like well, wake up. Wake up. Like maybe you too can hold a tray one day. <laughs> Look what happened to Brittany. She, she tried to hold a dog. <laughs> Lisa wouldn't let her. <laughs> um one one last thing. Duty shipping in Brittany's mom. <laughs> insane. Give her a producer credit. Duty saying Brittany is the best thing to happen to our group. Aww. Beautiful. Beautiful. Duty had airtime this I episode. Know. And she retweeted a tweet that I then retweeted that was like, <laughs> finally, Kristen Duty gets her due. Aww. Well, I think that's pretty much it for Vanderpump Rules. The fun will just continue on next week. But we have some Beverly Hills to discuss. I was falling asleep during this episode. Oh, but let's... Discuss how it started with a cute dog montage. I, okay. To wake up. It was like actually really well done because it was a bunch of cute dogs and then we're at Vanderbump Dogs. Oh, I didn't give a shit about that. Which is like a 15 minute drive from um, Pump, by the way. I looked it up. Okay. I, in my mind, thought it was like. Down the block. <laughs> in West Hollywood, like proper, like right next to, like right near Pump. Yeah, I mean, they're using the same uniforms practically. That, that. The executive director of your nonprofit is wearing a recycled pump uniform <laughs> with a new logo. Jarring. Yes. They're talking about the law, the lawsuit. Yeah, she like Lisa's leaning in to get ahead of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Teddy, sorry, you're not doing anything here i mean a solo scene who does she think she is a solo scene going to the skin doctor with um and i'm stealing this from connor um a younger trinity the tuck taylor out of drag (laughs) is really something kyle an american woman um the acting that alicia silverstone was doing will get her an emmy um did she forget how to act (laughs) like since clueless like what happened (laughs) Didn't she become, like, a weirdo? She's, like... There was a video that went viral before... Like, it was right at the beginning of, like, when videos were starting to go viral. (laughs) No, I'm serious. And it was her, like, feeding her baby like a a baby bird. Like, chewing up the food. Yeah, chew the food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, that's that. Um... Erica and Dorit testing... Test driving cars. Just, like, so This is when I woke up. When Dorit hit the screen. You skipped over Rena and Harry talking about their girls, but that was boring. Um, you're a pig, and no, I didn't. I my notes have it in this order. Mm, okay. Um, but Rena and Harry talking about their kids was more interesting than Dorit and Erica driving a car. Dorit was wearing a T-shirt that said, "We should all be feminists." She's right. It's the only time she was right on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> now there was a line later that I have written down that is really. I mean, laughing. I really feel that the producers are doing Dorit dirty and like... I think she's loving it. I think... <laughs> well, no, I think they know that she's got a financial crisis on her hands. Oh, um, yeah. Upcoming soon because like 
everything is about how much money she's spending or like not or like allegedly spending or going to spend like the eighteen thousand dollar china like going to look at a three million dollar car i mean erica's take on this was very interesting an interesting look at it all because like this is conceivably dorit's it's PK's money that Dorit is spending on right. PK. <laughs> so maybe let him make the decision if he wants to buy a $3 million car. But like, they don't buy it. She just like, they don't buy it. And like, I read, I feel like I read somewhere that like, you can't even drive these cars on like, on a road, on a like road for real without a special permit mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the producers probably got that fucking special permit for an hour. <laughs> so they could have those two shots of them like driving back Bopping and forth. Around. And then like, they're both like, Oh, this feels like an like I feel like I'm having an orgasm. Is Lisa Vanderpump in the car? <laughs> Dorit sort of said something to that tune. I don't no, have the exact. She quote. says it feels like we're going to take off to the moon. No, she says something about <laughs> sex too. You ding. Okay. <laughs> um, so let's talk about a little bit about Harry Hamlin and about how remember how Lisa's whole thing is that she takes whatever yeah role that she can so that Harry Hamlin can take the really prestigious oh, yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's filming the Law and Order Menendez Brothers oh, yeah, special. Yeah, yeah. It's like not even American Crime Story. <laughs> like, come on. I mean, Edie Falco was the lead in that. But like, and he has like a recurring role. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just his passion. He loves the Menendez Brothers. Mm. Um, we have actually, I, I wrote this down because I was angry. We had two scenes at Vanderpump Dogs. Oh, yeah, so the second one was Kyle bringing her dog so that they could do, like, antics. Oh, my God. Antics between two women who see each other twice a year. <laughs> <laughs> like, Lisa probably, like, was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to grab the vacuum and spray Kyle. It's going to be hilarious. Go back to fucking Sir and <gasps> yell at those servers. She thrives on Vanderpump Rules and flops here. Yeah, but, like, I do feel like there's something about her that's necessary for this show. It's, like, the prestige. Mm, yeah. It's, like, you want to see Lisa Vanderbump holding a diamond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise. When she saw Portia, who she clearly hadn't seen in five years, she's like, oh, you've grown up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, Dorit is the first person to arrive at Teddy's house. Because I think... The producer slash Teddy, like, made her show up early. And we're gonna get another fight that is lasting this episode and outside, and at least till next episode, about the stemware used. I liked it. Of course you did. Because you are being a trolley blind Dorit stan. <laughs> I am. For literally no reason. <laughs> I mean, like... You're just trying to be a troll to... And fanning for her. You know what? I think, like, the way she speaks is very animated and, like, loud. And I'll run it too, obviously, but I feel like the rest of the women are too muted. Yeah. I will say Rinna has felt like a breath of fresh air this season for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like, I am enjoying watching her. I think it's because Kim's out of the picture, so we're not, like... Mm-hmm. Going th- down that road again. Yeah, that road was just such a weird, sad road, but mm-hmm. I, I, this one's better. Okay. Um, Teddy saying that she's not a person who focuses on aesthetics when aesthetics when Dorit brings up that she's going to have a black tie party is like 
so opposite of what she said at the beginning of the episode. Mm. Literally, she was having a facial party because everyone in that group has one thing in common. They care about what they look like. Teddy, what is it? Oprah, what is the truth gift? (laughs) (laughs) You're sick. I know. Um, And then I don't have a ton else on this episode except for the do-it-yourself terrarium bar. I would love that, actually. Terrarium. 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 I love a terrarium. There were seven people at that party. Do you know our friend Christian, when he visited from Boston one time, like made us hoof it to Gowanus to go to a terrarium store? Weird. One time, I had to go pick up auction items for a work event in Atlanta. I had to go to this weird apartment complex to pick up this guy's terrariums. Oh, and you actually told me about this, yeah. And then we had to like sit in the back of an Uber <laughs> holding these terrariums and like not break. It was wild. Okay. Um, Rena, like laughing about the whole champagne glass and wine glass thing, saying how she drank most of her drinks in a red solo cup because she was from like o- Oregon or something or uh-huh. Washington. And then she drank out of a red solo cup on Watch What Happens Live. Like she was fucking Kim Zolciak. Oh my god, coming for Kim Zolciak's wig in a and new wig. In a new wig. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the last thing I had, which was, so like Dorit had been apologizing to Teddy or like in the beginning of this party, and then Camille shows up, and then she starts apologizing to Camille, and then after like after she's done with that in her, I think it was in her talking head, she says, and this concludes my apology tour. I thought that was funny. Is that what, like, had you screaming or whatever? Yeah. Uh, I just love to read. The bar is so <laughs> low for you. Well, with this franchise, it can't go any lower. <laughs> okay, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be back with the New Jersey reunion, so stay tuned. Clink, clink, bitch. I wanted to say clink, clink. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we start off with a bang. On Jersey. With Kim D. On New Jersey, baby. On New Jersey, baby. Um, The way that Andy... Get you a man the way Andy Cohen... Get you a man who loves you the way Andy Cohen loves Kim D. He loves that little cockroach. Thinking about the fact that Andy Cohen brought um, Kim D out in front of... Uh, Julianne Moore and Whoopi Goldberg dressed as a cockroach <laughs> shows you the amount of affection he has for that woman. And I think it really shines through here. Yeah. I think he likes Kim D more than he likes Danielle. Oh, yeah. Well, we're going to get to how Danielle was treated this reunion. Um, but Kim D is a madame, apparently. A madame. A madame. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, she is, and I'm proud of her for that. Um, <laughs> she's proud of it too, apparently. I liked, I, I liked the clip reel that they showed for Kim D because I love seeing more than anything for some reason. D- Dan just rolled his eyes at me. Um, when Teresa almost throws that mm. vodka pineapple, oh, yeah. but restrains herself. Yeah, Kim D. Not to be hashtag read another book, but she's such a little Slytherin. She doesn't mind stirring the pot. Yeah. She's proud of it. They wrote, they were able to raise two to $3,000 at this fundraiser. 
A thousand dollars for each woman whose like kid died. Yeah. Um, which is laughably small, but like Teresa was making this whole big to do about like I can't believe you only raised that much money. When I go to charity events, we raise so much more money. But wasn't there recently a photo of Teresa oh. at that like LGBT like the gay bar yeah. in Philadelphia holding up one of those giant checks yes. for three thousand dollars? Yes, yes, yes. So Sorry, bitch. Mm. Sorry, I didn't mean to say bitch. This is the second time I said bitch tonight. <laughs> um, <clears throat> the new narrative that is Danielle's impact is everyone talking about how something another woman said is hurting their children. Mm, yeah. Like, everyone learned from the Teresa apology tour. Even Kim D's 28-year-old child that's hurting. Yeah. You know what child the parent does not seem to be concerned with hurting? Who? Sophie. Because <laughs> Siggy seems to think she's living in an empty house and can pack up and move to Boca. <laughs> despite the fact that Sophie still lives at home and is going to high school. Well, last week you were talking about, like, does Sophie even live in the house anymore? Because she's been MIA all season. Yeah. I wonder, are we, like... A low-key Tamara Barney situation? Is she living with Mark or... What's... Mark Flicker. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Um, I'm glad we're done with Siggy. I think her crazy was good for a while, but it really ran its course. Well, this is something we've discussed on other franchises with other people on the show. You have to back down at some point. Right. And people have backed down from the wildest of confrontations and reasons to be angry at each other. Yeah. Like, Candy and Portia can be in the same room. Right. I think Siggy, which... I, none of us even really know why she hates mm. her so much. Uh, why she hates Margaret so much. Because she's mean. She, she called her Soggy Flicker. I know. And then she sold t-shirts with that on the, sh- on the shirt. Yeah, and I still don't follow the... the hit, like, why are we still talking about Hitler? Hitler's been a big subject this week, by the way. Outside of New Jersey? or in- With, um, did you read Erica Badu's... Uh, interview in Oh, I heard it was culture. like a little crazy. But she said something along the lines of like, "I don't even, I don't even want to get into it." But it was but Siggy like, would not like it. Siggy would hate it. Okay. <laughs> um, the Danielle versus Dolores thing, I think, was the highlight of the. Oh yeah, I felt reunion I felt alive. Yeah, and like it getting so hyped that they had to take a break. But but like Dolores was taking joy in it. I know. She's like, I like to get her to this point. Like, do we have a new queen Dolores? in our midst? <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing, like, Dolores is, needs an ally next season. Caroline Manzo. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I mean, but she's still in a good place with, like, Zia Melis and Teresa. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's thinning. But, like, if Teresa pulls something with ZMLS, then I could see ZMLS and Dolores teaming mm-hmm. up. Yeah. It was interesting to see Andy get, take such a side. 
in terms of Margaret versus Siggy. Yeah. And like bringing his parents into it or no, bringing her parents into it. No, his parents too. He said he asked his parents. It's like, like, what do you like? What? It's like he went home from school and like, uh, I, I wonder if like at that point he already knew she wasn't coming back. I don't know because the way that they ended it with Margaret was like a little bit of like they can reconcile giving hope for the future sort of thing. I think Siggy went, had the holidays, had Hanukkah reflected on like her time on the show after filming the reunion reunion, and then was like, bonk. Because this reunion was filmed a while ago. Yeah, it was like Like early December. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's like, it felt like a lot happened, but it's always so hard to talk about a reunion and things happening. Yeah. Um, I think what we can expect for next season is like the big rivalry might be Delore and Danielle if they give Danielle meatball. And then I could see like a trailer where like you just see the back of Dolores's head and she's like either walking up to a door and the door opens and it's Caroline mm. or something, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, get dramatic. God, you know, we should really incorporate, like, some fan fiction into each episode. Like, last week we had the whole Jill thing, mm-hmm. this with Caroline. Well, I think it could be that. Or, like, you just see Dolores talking in the trailer. Yeah. And then it, like, turn the camera turns around and, like, you see Caroline nodding. Mm-hmm, and it's, like, mm-hmm. some, Dol- Dolores is saying something, like, yeah. nasty about Danielle. Yeah. Like, she's a clown. I will faint. Yeah. Um, but on Danielle getting a meatball, mm-hmm. the way Andy did her dirty, like, just sending her off. And we just had, like, minutes left until the toast. He's like, oh, do you like being back? Yeah. Okay, bye. (laughs) (laughs) What is this? One thing, speaking of sending people off, one big, one thing that had sort of was like the funniest part of the reunion. Oh yeah, we were screaming. Was when um, (laughs) Kim, Andy was seemingly done with Kim D after (laughs) her and Teresa went at it. And Teresa goes, hello, what about Danielle and Kim? Danielle has shit to say to Kim. And Andy was like, oh yeah, good point. (laughs) Oh my God, producer credit. Yeah. But it was kind of funny for Teresa to even bring that up because, like, that was from a time when she was the crazy Teresa, and yeah, she was the one chasing Danielle through uh, posh that country club. Yeah. So that's New Jersey. I mean, we have a secret to reveal. They don't even like promote it at the end of this reunion. I know, which is interesting. I mean, those typically aren't canon, except. Uh, I feel like the season one of Vanderpump Rules had a secrets revealed, and that was kind of canon because it was such a short season. And I want to say season three of Real Housewives of New York was because, like, after the reunion, yeah. we knew Bethany was leaving, and just, like, things were still, like, askew and shaken up, and yeah. we, like, wanted more. Yeah. For sure. Brendan, who is our freak of the week? Oh, I forget. Oh, I remember. Um, <laughs> um, so it's Megan Kelly for a feud that she's trying to make happen with Jane Fonda. So everyone remembers like the first week of Megan's show. Might have, I want to even say it was the first day of her show. 
when she had Jane Fonda on. No, I because th- I think Will and Grace was the first day. Oh yeah, you're right. Um, the first week of Megan's show, she was interviewing Jane Fonda and um, was it Robert Redford? I don't know, some old guy. Mm-hmm. No, it was Warren Beatty. I don't Warren Beatty. No, I can't tell old white dudes apart. Okay. Um, and Megan made some like asked a question of Jane about her age and, like, mentioned the fact that she's had plastic surgery. And, like, Jane in the moment was, like, shook and surprised by it. Yeah. And, like, it was, like, a big thing. And, like, everyone was like, oh, my God, Megan Kelly's first week is, like, going. It's, like, a disaster. Yeah. So, um, Jane was on um, the Today Show the other day. Yeah, when she was on with uh, Lily Tomlin with Hoda and Kath. And she was, pro- they were promoting Grace and oh, no, Frankie. No, no, it was H- Hoda and Savannah, I'm sorry. Yeah, they were promoting, um, they were promoting Grace and Frankie, and uh, Lily Tomlin made a quip about Jane Fonda's uh, plastic surgery, and Jane was, like, taken aback again for a second. Yeah. But then she, like, bounced back, and she just was like, who are you, Megyn Kelly? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, the crowd went wild. Yeah. Savannah and Hoda. Were, like, falling out of their seats. Were, seat. like, yeah, rolling with laughter. Megan Kelly, who can't let anything go this week, of course, rolls the clip. Or doesn't even roll the clip. She starts talking about Jane Fonda and talking about the um, remarks and said, I have no regrets about that question, nor am I in the market for a lesson from Jane Fonda on what and what is not appropriate. Um, she then brought up Fonda's controversial 1972 to North Vietnam, where she earned the nickname Hanoi Jane. Um, Megan said she put her plastic surgery out there. She said she wanted to discuss the plight of older women in America. And honestly, she has no business lecturing anyone on what qualifies as offensive. And then she went into this whole rant about like something that happened in the 1970s. Yeah. And like that... Jane Fonda has, like, apologized, apologized for, for, and, like, keep in mind, and I, I think Joy Behar pointed this out on the show, and Megan, Kel- Megan McCain agreed with it, which mm-hmm. was weird. Um, Joy said, like, you're literally comparing, like, a plastic surgery to the Vietnam War, <laughs> which is insane, um, but Ann Curry got the last laugh. On The View. <laughs> on The View. And she said, journalists are not supposed to be the story. We're supposed to be humble. We're supposed to use whatever time we're given to shine a light on the stories. That's not journalism, she added. And then she said, I think there's a feeling listening to some of this. Not only are we living in a time, but we are witnessing a certain amount of meanness. Meanness, which we should not tolerate. We are better than this. Oh my God, give... And a mug. Um, that would have been a great... Anne would have been a great queen this week, but someone deserves it more. Yes. So who deserves it more? Queen Lala Kent. <laughs> I mean, I feel like the world is rallying around Lala. Yeah. She's she a, makes me want a Lala. <laughs> she makes me want a Lala. Uh, she was a star of this week's episode, but also page six ran not one, but two nonsense fluff articles about Lala prancing around Sundance during the film festival. Mm -hmm. Like there was literally no take to the two articles other than just like a photograph of her with her boyfriend. And like, I guess one of the articles was just kind of like, 
All eyes on Lala. No one's paying attention to the guy who brought her there. Right, because her boyfriend's like a producer. a producer or something. Yeah. So Lala's just making it happen. She's making money moves. She's making money moves. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that is it for this week. Um, we didn't do a deep dive this week because we had a lot to discuss, but we know you guys enjoyed last week's Kelly Bethany one. So if you have Jill Bethany, Jill Bethany. I'm on like Megan Kelly, <laughs> uh, Jill Bevany deep dive. So if you have ideas for something we haven't covered, you uh, can in the post past, them in the Facebook group. Yeah, the um, Facebook group. There's been a lot of nice conversations there, and uh, if you haven't joined already, um, just search for us and make sure you're make sure you're joining the group. Uh, we have to uh, approve you, but we have been approving everyone. Yeah. It's a very lax approval process. Yeah. Uh, so subscribe on iTunes or Google Play or Stitcher and write a review there. Um, if you have any thoughts on anything that happens in this upcoming week, um, either be it on one of the shows or just in the world that we live in, um, call us at 717-47-FREAK. We love hearing from you. Yeah, and you have a short window from the premiere of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 3, which is premiering. Uh, we're going to be recording a mini episode this weekend about the premiere episode because uh, obviously it's a big deal that it's back mm-hmm. and we need to get our opinions out there ASAP. And, yeah, and we're testing out a new little way of doing this for so, those Drag Race listeners. So if you have something to say about that, call in right away. Um, so you can find Dan at IDKIDK on Twitter. You can find me at not Brendan. So like, comment, subscribe, heart, share, retweet. Love us, love us. Please retweet. See you this weekend. Bye. See you next Tuesday. (laughs) Bye. Bye. I want to see you come through, queen. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.